Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another episode of Pet Psychic Radio today. Thank you so much for listening. We got um, a bunch of cool guests today, and call-in number is 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. Our website is thepetpsychic.com. That's thepetpsychic.com. And Laura's on the line with us. Hi, Laura. Hey there. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. Yeah. What's going on with you? So we had this, like, really stressful day yesterday at my house. I'm I'm working on this project, and so I took some time off, and yesterday was, like, one of the days that I I took some time off, and and, um, my my cat, Makia, she's all white and um, she's diabetic. She um, came into the room where I was at and she threw up. And, you know, sometimes animals throw up, so I didn't think much of it. And she's like, I'm feeling like a little bit dizzy. And uh, I said, well, do you want some food? And then I fed her. And then she, like, threw up again. But, no, after I fed her, she was, like, doing this weird ticking thing with her head. Mm-hmm. And it looks like Joey does. He's hyperthyroid and he when he seizures. And I was like, Makia, you know, what's what's wrong? And she's like, I had a headache. I said, Makia, you look like you're, like, seizuring. And she's like, yeah, I don't feel that I have, like, a headache. And I was like, maybe you should eat, like, it's, like, sugar. You should eat some more. And so she ate some more, and then she was like, I went back to my computer to work, and then she came in, she was, like, meditating. And I was like, Makia, do you want to pray? And she's like, I'm meditating to get better. And mm. then... I know, and then I was like, Makia, are you okay? And then she kind of got up, and she went really close to Stormy, my dog, and she lied down with Stormy, and she's like, Mom, I don't feel so good. And I go, yeah, you don't look good, Makia. And then she was like, she was like looking up into space, sort of, and like she was seeing things, and I was like, Makia, and she's like, Mom. And then she just like, like passed out, kind of, and like she couldn't, she was like, almost like drunk and that sometimes happens to like Joey when he seizures he does sort of the same thing but this was like different and she had like completely collapsed and I I tried to pick her up to like hold her so she could stand and she couldn't stand and I when I picked her up she like pooped all over me and Mm. when that happened I was like okay how do I not panic because I was like, oh, my gosh. And the vet that I go to is like 45 minutes away. So I I remembered when Makia had, like, insulin problems that they told me to, to, if she ever looked drunk, to put corn syrup on her lips, on her mouth. And so I'm like, what happened to that corn syrup? And then I remembered that. One time we had ants come into our cupboard and they attacked the corn syrup and I threw away the corn syrup. Oh, my so gosh. I was, like, freaking out. And then I called and my vet wasn't in. And I was, like, they're, like, you can see another vet. And I was, like, oh, my God. And then I was, like, should I use maple syrup? And so mm-hmm. 
while I was talking to them, I already had my finger in the maple syrup with Makia, and I was putting maple syrup all in her mouth, but her eyes were, like, totally rolled back. Like, I thought she was, like, already leaving me. I was like, i got to get her in the car. And then I have some friends that own a vet, veterinary hospital in Ventura called Buena Animal Hospital. I'm like, I'm going there. So I put Makia in the car, and we just, like, cruised. And Makia... In the car, she had pooped all over me again, and she was like, Mom, I'm dying. Like, and she looked like she was, like, totally, like, I, I was losing her. She had, like, no life force, and she could barely, she had, like, no weight to her, and I was, like, completely, like, freaking out because you have to drive through town and everything. Mm-hmm. And it was so amazing to me because I, like, everything kicked in of, like, what I know. And I'm like, okay, so in the Tellington Touch, when I was studying to be a T-Touch practitioner, this is, like, so important. I can't stress this, like, enough. They teach you that when your animal is in shock, or even when humans are in shock, or if they're colicking or something, to rub the tip of the ear because the tip of the ear can bring them out of shock. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, rubbing the tip of her ear, and I was, like, rubbing her gums, too, because there's, like, there's over 500 acupressure points in the ear alone. Mm-hmm. So um, that helps with, like, circulation. And so I was rubbing her ears, and I was rubbing her gums, and I was, like, trying not to cry and, like, freak out and, like, slam into, like, everybody who's in front of me. And um, I was like, okay, Makia, we're going to pray. And so I was, like, I was, like, praying i was like calling in the angels the other thing that i did was that there's this grand there's like this master qigong guy who's like coming mm-hmm. to ohio this week well by the way mickey is okay so just she's like okay she's at the hospital but she's okay but um there's this grand master who, who's come qigong guy who's coming to ohio and he's like was on ripley's believe it or not and i watched his video the night before and he does like these feats of like energy coming from his hands and um and they like registered his the heat coming from his hands to be like 200 degrees or something and he can heal people like that way and i took reiki like many years ago when i was first becoming an animal practitioner so i was like Makia, <laughs> let's call in whoever watches over Master Zhao. And so I was, like, praying to them to, like, bring energy through my hands. And Makia is like, Mom, Mom, I see angels. I'm like, is that a good thing or a bad thing? She's like, I see angels, Mom. And then she said, uh, Mom, there's, a, like, a bright light. Mom, I'm scared. Like, I'm dying. There's a bright light. And I was like, Makia, you can't die. We're making a cat garden. Like, I'm ba- I'm planting all these trees out back for Makia and, like, butterfly bushes and stuff for Makia and the other cats and the bunny. And I'm like, we're making the cat garden. You can't die before the cat garden is planted. And she's like, Mom, I'm going. There's, like, these angels. And she's like, and your grandpa is here. And I was like, Grandpa, you're allergic to cats. Send her back. (laughs) Send her back. And I was like, oh, my God. And it's like it was so it was so amazing because instantly that I started to pray, Makia started to see angels. Mm. And um, and all those people like as soon as I started to pray for help, all those beings like showed up. 
And mm-hmm. it was so hard to to drive and to be in two different modes. Like, I had to be in the mode of, like, I want my cat to live and I have to save my cat. But I also had to be in this mode of, like, I can't panic and freak out my cat in the last moments of her life. Yeah. So it's, like, how to do – that was, like, the most difficult thing for me is to, like, how to – Prepare my cat to be able to cross over and prepare her to, like, live. I'm like, Mikia, hold on. Hold on. I'm like, Grandpa, send her back, you know? Yeah. And um, we finally got to the vet. But I had, like, thought I'd lost her a couple times. Like, I'd look at her eyes and, like, I barely saw them even move, you know? Yeah. And, uh, oh, scary. Oh, my God. And then when I got her to the vet, you know, we got her, like, fluids, and she's, like, started to, like, come out of it. And I was like, thank God. Thank God. Mm. And so, yeah, she started to come out of it. But she then she's, like, on the table at the vet, and she's, like, <laughs> she couldn't – I didn't know until later, but I had told her that we were going to a different vet's office, but she still thought we were at Dr. Otto's place. So, because she was, like, disoriented, and they yeah. had put down these, like, it was kind of like a like a floor mat, like a bath mat mm-hmm. on the yeah. table, you know? And she says, Mom, uh, does, does she know Dr. Otto? Talking about the, my friend, Dr. Jan, who mm-hmm. was working on her. And I yeah. said, yeah, she knows Dr. Otto. She she should tell him about these mats. <laughs> <laughs> so she liked the mats. <laughs> yeah. Oh Instead of being on the hard table, you know? Oh, well, that was a good oh. sign. <laughs> yeah, it was a good sign. And then she started to come, mm-hmm. too. And then as soon as she started to get fluid, she was getting better. But I had to leave her there. And, oh, God. And then she then she came home last night, and she was totally out of it. She had a catheter in her. And then she's back for observation there today. And, oh, Do they think God. she's going to recover? Everything yeah, they think she's going to recover, but we don't know what it was. You know, I oh, gave weird. advantage to her the night before, and her sugar levels dropped. Her sugar levels were, like, mm-hmm. 38, and they should be, like, 100. And, you know, for a diabetic, that's unusual that they yeah. drop like that. Mm-hmm. And so... Did the maple kinda, syrup help? Yeah, they said the maple syrup helped, and they said that she was in shock. And, um, I mean, I honestly think that the maple syrup and me tea-touching her and me calling in whatever angel it was, like, actually saved her life. Because she yeah. was so, I mean, she was gone. Mm. Wow. It was so sad. And then, so then I got called out of town this, uh, um, t- on Monday and Tuesday I have to go out of town. And um, and so I called my pet setter to see if she could stay. And sh- and I told her about Makia, and she is like, oh, my gosh. She's like, Laura, I had this dream the night before last that um, I couldn't, that I was watching your animals and I couldn't get a hold of you. One of your cats, something was wrong with one of your cats, and one of them had had something wrong with their liver. And actually, her, her she's got something going on with her liver too. Oh. So then I wow. was like, oh my god! I said, I hope that's not like a premonition of like when I go away on Monday yeah. that it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure everything will be okay. I and your so. your sitter is like knows what to do. <laughs> yeah, she knows what I to mean, do, and I got yeah. someone. But yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's so horrible. It's the worst. I mean, it is. It's the worst one, especially when it's all of a sudden, and then you think your pet's gonna die. 
that's yeah. the scariest thing. And then trying to act as calm as possible through all of that is very difficult. I know this one guy while I was driving down, I was like, as soon as I had the freeway, I was like, I'm cruising like a hundred. I don't care. Like I'm getting there. And this guy, you know, people can be, they like slam on their brakes and you're like behind mm-hmm. them. I was like yeah. honking my horn. He was like giving me the finger. I'm like showing the peace sign out the window. Like I come in peace. <laughs> <laughs>
But that's not necessarily what they want. They're actually going into a submissive position and saying, like, I – like, you're more dominant than me. I don't mean you any harm. And when his mouth is chattering, he's, like, still super nervous and stressed. Aww. So the best thing that you can do for him is to teach him to be confident on his feet. So okay. when he – I would tell people, back up, you know, like, don't uh-huh. approach. Like, have, like, a boundary for him, you know, like, two feet, three feet, four feet, whatever it is. And okay. keep it at that for a little while and keep him on his feet and teach him to kind of be in control of his, his own self on his feet. And then he can lick and yawn and teach him to look and look away from people and not have them touch him yet. I would go to maybe have them treating him before they actually touch him. Okay. Okay. Does that make Does that make sense? Yeah, I feel bad because I didn't realize he was so terrified because he's, you know, there's a lot of mixed signals with him. He's a rescue, and I know he's been yeah. through a lot. But, um, you know, he his body language is mixed up sometimes. He'll give, like, friendly ears and tuck the tail. Sometimes the tail's wagging, but the ears are glued back. <laughs> and so mm. I never really know exactly how he's feeling from the signals. Yeah, so and that, sometimes the tail wag is stress. So tail wag right. is not always play. But right. what the good thing is, is like sometimes when you see these mixed signals, it's really great that you're noticing them and like you're noticing like, oh, he's mixed. Like whenever you see that, go on the go on the side of, okay, let's support you and not push you too far. Less is more. Okay. So if okay. you can remember that, less is more. Because the mix is <laughs> I'm confident inside. Like, I want to be loved. I want to be pet. But, like, right now I'm pretty freaked out. So when you see that, support the freaked out part, not by babying him. Don't baby him. But just sort of say, okay, what do you feel comfortable with? And teeth chattering, that's really nervous. Yeah, he does. I mean, pretty mouthy. Let's see what he says. Okay. I like that idea, just don't pet me on the head. Okay. (laughs) So he doesn't want a hand coming up over his eyes to his head, which is sort of normal. When you first have people pet him, let them pat him by the back of his hand, by the back of your hand first, and maybe on his, like, shoulder. Yeah, okay. Before they actually pet his head. And then, um, and... And maybe I put like a gentle leader on him or a halty on him, something where you can control his head, or like, or or, uh, or um, easy walk harness so you can control his body. So if he does sort of lunge, you can have more control over him if he pulls you. Yeah, we use an easy walk. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's, that's good. Yeah, that's his favorite. Oh my God, that's and, so helpful. Yeah, the other thing that you want to think about too is slack lead when people are approaching. Because what people do is they start rolling it around their hands, they're preparing to have to hold their dog back. It's okay if you grip the leash firmer or even shorten the leash and grip it firmer, but you want to make sure that there's some slack on there. You Or you can pull, release, pull, release, pull, release, but don't do a steady pull. Okay. Because then they're going to be like, uh-oh, what's wrong with this? And if, right. their, calming, if their calming signal is to bend their head and to look away – then they won't be able to do that because you're holding so tight. Let okay. me tell him also that, um, let me see what he says about that. I like it when people say hi to me from a distance. 
this is good. It's good that he likes people to say hi to him. <laughs> you know what I mean? It could be worse. Like, I don't want people around me at all. Get away. <laughs> He's really social. That's why I feel a little bit bad because I thought I was being supportive in terms of him being socialized. So he would, you know, run up and say hi to people. And we moved here from New York, so we used to walk down the street all the time and see people all the time. And he's mm. become less social since being, you know, in the suburbs in California. Yeah, <laughs> move can throw them off. And then the other thing is, like, if you let him, if he, if he looks like, okay, I want him, I want them to pet his belly, and you're letting them pet the belly, know that when people walk away, and ha- I would have a treat in his nose, and get or get ready for that look at me command, and before that person even walks away, you guys retreat, and uh. then the person retreats. So he doesn't okay. even have the chance to do that. Yep, you got to so change smart. the like change. treat him while he's down before he does that spring up toe. Yeah, yeah. Teach him, him to look away while he's down, and you could even have him nibbling on a piece of piece of cheese while while they're walking away. Okay, okay, that's a good pause. <laughs> yeah, because then that teaches him to look away when he's nervous and to look at you when he's nervous. Okay. And change the pattern. Yeah, let us know how he does. Yeah, I totally will. I'll send yeah. you a little update. Yeah, thank you, Sarah. Yeah, thank you for calling so much, in. guys. Thank you. <laughs> Wish us luck. <laughs> and I'm, with, yeah. I'm sending lots of love to your kitty, by the way. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm glad she made it. Me too. Yeah, Yeah, he'll get better. Think positive. He's just just think about what you want him to do and really hold that image. Okay. He'll get it. Okay. Yeah. Stay with it. Thank you. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Um, um, we actually have an update from someone who called before. Um, Okay. I think a few weeks ago, if you remember, I think his name was Finn, the standard poodle. Yeah, sure do. Yeah. Um, hello? Hi, hi. this is Lacey. Uh, hey, Lacey. Hi, Lacey. Owner. Yeah, and we took him to the chiropractor because he was saying that he was having his um, inability to control his urinary sphincters because his back hurt. Right. So we did take him to the chiropractor, and the chiropractor made several adjustments. And so uh-huh. I just want to check in with him and ask him how he's feeling now. I feel like it's okay. made a little bit of an improvement in his urinary incontinence, but it's, you know, not um, necessarily the magic bullet. It's not necessarily that we were looking for one or expecting it either at all. So, yeah, you know, no, you want to look for one and expect it. <laughs> That's okay. okay. Look for it and expect it. <laughs> well, I didn't want to set him up with any sort of, you know, expectations that he couldn't deliver if that wasn't it. Either. Yeah, um, right, yeah. But, I, under- um, I understand, but know, be open so I just to want the to see how he's feeling and if his back's feeling better and if he has any other ideas about what's going on. Okay, let me get him. Okay. You said he actually feels better, like his neck and back is looser. Okay, good. And even my hips. Good. And I'm whittling on my thigh a little bit. He's whittling? Yeah, like, uh, it's kind of like peeing. Okay. He says he doesn't think that it's such a bad stream anymore. Has it become less? Do you notice? I, I think it has become less. It's maybe but, as frequent, but not as great an amount, I would say. Oh, 
Yeah, that's like he's like he's almost saying like he can start to feel it now and close it more now when it does start oh, to happen. Great. Great. Yeah, so maybe now would he be interested in doing some exercises or strengthening of those pelvic muscles? Oh, would it right. Not hurt, hurt to do that? He says, I've been doing them. Oh, good. Great. I do them every day. I'm doing them <laughs> right now. <laughs> well, that's really wonderful. And I also just want to tell him that, you know, so whether this issue gets resolved or not, you know, he's always going to be with us, and we love him no matter what. And Oh, good. Is know, he wearing diapers? Gonna... Yeah, he does, yeah. Okay. I'm not going to need the diapers. Yeah, I'm going to be can... fine. I think he can can figure out how to solve the problem. I don't necessarily know the answer, but I I have a lot of faith in his ability and also with veterinary care to figure it out. Like I know yeah. it's gonna be okay. And I Good. and people people have asked me, Oh, why would you not think this was hopeless or and I don't have an answer. I just know that he he can do it. Yeah. So I just want him to know if he needs anything from us to support him in doing that. Oh, you know, that's we, good. We want to help him, but I I believe in his ability to heal himself. He says, I can heal myself. I've been telling myself all the time, I'm a good boy and I go outside. <laughs> he does, and he's very good. Well, that's wonderful. He says, tell, tell you guys for not spanking me. To not, we don't thank him. Yeah, he says thank you for not spanking oh. me. <laughs> okay, yeah, it, that didn't occur to me to do that with him. So no, that wouldn't be the way we communicate. He he says he likes those capsule pills. Do you know what those are? Capsule pills. Well, yeah, are you he, giving him like a fish oil or something? No, well he gets um, it's a medication called Proin, and we do put it in like the the pill pocket. Oh, you pocket, and it's um it's an antihistamine, and it helps the muscles um to contract a little bit. Oh, maybe that's what he's saying. He likes. He like he likes the pill pocket. <laughs> oh yeah, he probably likes the taste of the pill pocket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's. On he says no. I think it helps my body. I think it helps my body. Oh good. Yeah. So he's on the herbs, and he's also on the Western medicine for it too. Oh, okay, but he's not on anything that's an actual capsule or an oil, because I thought I saw, like, a fish oil capsule. No, I mean, I can certainly give him one if he, you know, feels like I, I don't know. he needed something I thought, like that, but not that I'm aware of. I mean, no, he, he says it's what he's getting already, so it must be the pill pocket. Okay, okay yeah. He's, get, he's, he's getting that, and then he's getting herbs that are dissolved in his food. Oh, right, okay. Bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you for your update, Lacey, and yeah, no, thanks, Lacey. Well, thanks for talking and, to him. Okay. Yeah, and I'll talk right. to you soon. Okay. Right. Bye. Bye. That's oh, so cool. sweet little guy. I love it how he was doing <laughs> doing it already. <laughs> I'm doing the exercises. I remember last time, wasn't he like not sure about the exercises? I can't remember. I can't remember either, but I think he wasn't sure about him. This time he's like, I do them all the time. I'm doing them right now. <laughs> oh, man. So cute. Oh, we got Kim from Georgia. Kim? Hi. How are you? Hi. Good. Hi, Kim. 
Hi. Um, I'm I'm calling about, uh, I've named him Tum Tum. He is a Catahoula leopard cattle dog that I adopted a few months ago. Oh, and he, nice. he, he, he was in the rescue system for three years. One rescue group wanted to euthanize him because they thought he was unadoptable because he was so shy and scared at adoptions. Well, he came oh. into my house actually as a foster because I, I, oh. really, I specialize at, with dogs like that. Mm-hmm. And he he... He fit in with my dogs in our routine, and he's not been anything like that, and he's been the perfect dog. And I just, it came from a situation where it sounds like a, a puppy mill or a hoarder situation. Oh, yeah, um, right. He, he is so happy, but it's almost like he's been with us, like he knew us, because the oh. dog that's with, Tum Tum is a totally adoptable dog. I mean, he's yeah. the best dog I've ever had. And I thought it was due to... Do you want me to ask him if he thinks he's ever known you before? Or? Yeah. What do yeah. you want to? Yeah. Okay. What's his name? Tom Tom. Tom Tom. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Okay, hold on. Yeah. So I feel like I knew them on a sailboat. You knew me on a sailboat? Yeah, and he said, and from when the world cried a lot of tears. Oh, wow. I know. I wonder what... Hold on. I think it was a time when everyone traveled to get somewhere new. That's interesting because okay. it's not like he knew you in this life. It almost looks like maybe you were in another life and you were... Okay. And you were like um, like a pioneer. You know, you were traveling by boat. Okay. Do you like the water? Yes, yes, I love the ocean. You do? And, and, yeah, I love the water and everything. Is he happy? Is there anything we can I can do? Am I, you know, I I think he's ecstatically happy. He says he's really happy and he would like his water dishes higher. Oh, okay. <laughs> he has a little pain in the back of his left ear. Okay. I used to get choked a lot. I used to get choked a lot. Yeah, he's very scared. It's evident he was abused. He was choked? Oh, God. Yeah, probably like a choke chain. (sighs) I like them because they say, come here, and they kiss me instead of hit me. Oh, it's going to make me cry. I do. I give them kisses all the time. (laughs) And make sure my beds are clean. (laughs) <laughs> I never had a clean bed before. He loves the bed. He has claimed the bed as as his own. Oh, and, uh, really? This, yeah, yeah. It's, it's his like bed. your bed? It's your bed? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm not in there, I mean, I, you know, he'll no, right. sleep in there. And one of the other dogs will, I let my dogs on the furniture, and one of my other dogs will go to get on the bed, and he'll be like, get away. And, oh, uh, wow. <laughs> But now yeah. he's allowed. Now he's feeling more like he's part of the pack, and they and he'll allow most of them on there with him. I mean, I only have a couple other dogs, but he'll allow yeah. them oh. on there. Ask him about the other dogs. How how he is with them? He says we've become good friends. Yes. One of them, their tail hurts when they wag it. It pinches him. It's the one with the skinnier butt. 
Do you know who that is? Yeah, uh, that it it has to be Nora because she her tail is vicious when she wags it. Oh, it, does she have a skinny butt? Yes. Oh, <laughs> I wonder why it, it hurts her. Yeah, it hurts her like at right where it enters, like right where the butt is, like that joint there. Oh, okay. I like water bowls high, he said. He keeps stressing. Do you, you know have what it, Grace? You want No, you want to hear a hilarious story? I know what it yeah. is. My big boy, Thor, drinks out of the toilet. So, <laughs> And so it's high up. So his water bowl, though, is on the ground. So I think he wants it higher up because Thor, his best bud, <laughs> is drinking it out of the toilet. <laughs> oh, That's funny. That's Aww. funny. That would make sense why you would say that. That would make sense. I mean, a lot of the the older dogs, they want it higher, too, so they don't have to bend their neck. And, like, he has a little pain behind his ear, you know, but not enough where he would, it would hurt him to actually bend his head down. Because I wanted to see if that was the reason. But that makes sense that if he's watching one of his friends drinking. (laughs) That's cute. <laughs> I bet that's a first. I bet you've never heard that yeah. one before. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> thanks, Kim, oh, okay. for calling in. Oh, thank yeah, you. Thanks. I appreciate it so much. Love your show. Thank you. Ah, oh, thank you. you. Oh, okay. Be well. Oh, you so know, Brady has a home. No I know. For three years. That's a long time. One of my closest friends is a Catahoula leopard dog. Oh, really? Yeah. Aww. Her name's Joplin. I love her. Joplin. She's she's awesome. Oh, <laughs> sweetie. Yeah. We got um Ellen from Florida. Ellen? Hi. Um I'm calling um about my dog Matisse and he's a terrier mix. He's about thirty pounds. He's about seven and a half years old and he has um had in the last year and a half like pancreatitis. He's had recurring um abdominal and intestinal issues um what kind what does he look like he's he looks like benji oh okay and he's like a benji um, dog and so do you want me to ask him like how he's feeling or i want to ask him if he has any insight as to what's going on like i know that he's very empathic and that he picks stuff up and you know, I just want to ask him if he has any, if he can tell me anything. He says, he says, water hurts me. Water hurts me. He's been drinking like a the, lot of water because he's taking antibiotics now. Oh, he says, I don't like the taste of water. But he might not like the taste of water because maybe the antibiotics are giving him, like, that metallic taste in his mouth. So let me yeah. ask him if he had that feeling before, before he had the medicine or... Because he's taking no, it just, now, and it's just, really strong. Yeah, just now. So let me... Uh, hold on, let me... Do, is somebody bickering around him? Because he says, sometimes I get a headache because sometimes I hear bickering. Um, no, but it might be a neighbor, you know, like when he goes and visits the neighbor, there's the, because he goes oh. and visits the neighbor, that their their energy is more chaotic. Yeah. No, they're arguing with each other. 
don't, I don't know. And they argue with each other. I get upset. Hmm. So it's not. Would it be you and someone else? No, I don't. Is think there someone so. else in your home? No. Um, <laughs> it's just you, and it's just you in your home. Yeah, just me and my dog. Okay. I wonder what that is then. And you're not bickering with anyone at work or anything like that. No. Okay. Because I thought it had something no, to do with. No, it's stress. You know, it's like maybe he gets he gets upset when when there's stress. Or maybe you're bickering with yourself because <laughs> there's stress. That's quite possible. <laughs> like talking to yourself, like sort it. of, and. Because uh, I did think it was something in the home. So let me let me let me clarify with him. Okay. Yeah, he says, Mom, you should do, like, walk, stand on your head, walk, stand on your head. (laughs) 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 Which I would translate that as um, maybe for you to just, like, walk, and then he might be saying to, like, do yoga or do, like, stretching exercises where you actually do, like, a forward bend. Like, actually, a lot of – you'd be surprised. A lot of the animals talk about how um, it helps people to do forward bends. And, like, standing on your head would be more like a yoga move. But um, but he might – he might have seen someone doing that or something one time and thought like, oh, that's helping them. They look calm or they look like they're like they're settled. And then a lot of times dogs do tell their people to walk because that too kind of clears our mind. Well, he and walks a lot. We go for lots of walks. He goes oh, for that's, lots of That's good. That's good. I found him. And, I mean, when, he, when I first found him, he was um, – he would get really inconsolable and very upset, and I would have to sometimes walk him, like, every hour for him oh, to calm down. In- oh, that's interesting. So then if he's saying, like, if you're feeling more stressed and he knows that that used to help him, then he could say that to you, like, hey, this helped me. Maybe you should try it and walk more, <laughs> even though you're already walking him. But <laughs> <laughs> We do. We walk you know, like all the time. Since he's on yeah, this last round, he says it hurts his stomach. It hurts my stomach yeah. bad. Do you give him filtered water? Yes. Good. Yes, I do. You and know, I like and food I, that's chicken. I like yeah, just chicken. chicken. Just chicken, he said. That's <laughs> what he gets now. And he had chicken before. He gets mm. chicken. And yeah, he's on. Um, and I like soft like, music too. Oh, I like okay, soft music good. a lot. Okay, I would just be doing that's... like because sometimes if you're in some stress, like he could be taking that on, or or um, it could be yeah. something old that's coming up, or it just could be that he is, you know. Trying to get out of the toxins of from like vaccines or whatever it may be, and so to repeat the phrase to him, my body is well balanced and healthy. Um, my food nourishes me, or I feel nourished. Um, I digest my food easily. Saying affirmations like that will help him say that to himself, and then help him heal his body. Okay. So, 
Yeah, you want to really kind of watch like your like if I mean we all do it. Like even I can get into it sometimes, especially if something's going on that's like a little bit stressful where we say something. And if there's only two of you in the household, or if like you're a single person with animals in the household, everything you think becomes more pronounced to the animals. So. Even when you think they're not listening to you, they're listening to you. And so even, like, they'll talk about, like, if, if people, like, think they're ugly or they're beating some, themselves up, like, that affects the animals, too. So, like, the more you love yourself and the more you think peaceful thoughts and you, the more you, like, I say, write a gratitude list and then, like, say the things that you're grateful of, if, like, once you, if you've kept yourself sort of feeling negative, um, mm-hmm. that helps them to sort of process it all and then sort of shift back into like their gratitude list and their positive affirmations or positive goals. And so then if you build that, like a foundation of that, then when we get completely crazy in our heads, our animals are so used to doing that themselves, they can kind of trigger back into that and do it themselves while we're freaking out. <laughs> So um, it's a really good thing to do with them. Like, I'll even put no cards up around the house, like, thanking our, like, the, the medicine for the animals. Like, thank you, insulin. Like, thank you, herbs, mm-hmm. you know, just to, like, really remember that these are the things that are supporting us and supporting their body. And the more we kind of give energy to that, the more we can be healed. So that's some things you could do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, well, thanks for calling in. Thank you so much. Thank Uh, you. Okay. Be well. We have. Hard to be a a single person in the house with the animals because they do. They pick up everything. I know. Even when you think you're not so bad, they're still (laughs) processing it all. No, it's so true. I I notice that with my pets all the time that they definitely pick up what I'm going through. Yeah, we like got, um, oh, Lisa. Hey, Lisa from Santa Barbara. Hi. Hi there. Hi, Hi Lisa. Hi. Yeah, thanks for calling. Thanks. Um, I have a cat named Mojo. Uh, okay. A black, a black cat. I put him on your um, Facebook wall. On oh, you Disney. did? Yep. <laughs> okay. He'll look <clears throat> under pet psychic. Uh-huh. Um, and so what do you want to ask him? Um, he's not been feeling well. He's not eating. Um, and I was, we've gone to the vet and I'm trying to figure out what to do next. And, um, I was hoping maybe you could tap in and see. Yeah. So he's not eating. And, um, when was the last time he ate? Um, probably, unfortunately, Saturday, Sunday, I was running around like crazy and he eats dry food and wet food at night, but I skipped the wet food. So we know for sure he ate on Friday and then um, Sunday he was spitting up a lot and Monday too, and that's when I took him to the vet. Okay, Um, okay. So we've done blood work. We're trying to decide whether to do an ultrasound. And I, I just can't tell how he's feeling or what exactly is going on with him. Okay, let me get him. I see him now. He's really handsome. He's all black, right? Yeah. Beautiful yellow eyes. Shiny, shiny black. Okay. Hold on. I'm not eating because I feel so nauseous. 
And when I eat, my insides on the left-hand side of my stomach hurts really bad. It's a sharp, deep pain. And then I get a really bad ringing in my ear. And the ringing in my ear is intense. Does he? Are, do you notice? Is he holding his head a certain way? Um, he's kind of crouched. Uh, he's moving, shifting around a lot. He's not really comfortable. Um, yeah, because I'm almost wondering. I would ask the vets to look in his ears and see if he has an ear infection. Like, look deep okay. down in there, because like that could cause nausea which would cause pain. And then I would, if you've done everything, I would get him, see if you could get him adjusted too, because if he's out, maybe something like that is throwing off like his digestive system. So that's always one of the first things I do with my animals is get them adjusted when anything's wrong. I feel really sick and my vision is off. It's, like, more blurry. And he did. I was actually going to call you uh, later because he did. He has hip problems. He just has arthritis. But he had some kind of accident, and I think he got worse for a while, and I was watching him pretty carefully, and um, he seemed to get better. But Oh, he did. So (laughs) I would definitely get him adjusted because maybe that threw off, like, even – up to the ear, maybe that's what's giving him the ringing in the ear and the nausea and upsetting the digestion. I would try that. Okay. And you she did wanted... say it's just coming off of a, an infection. That's the blood work showed high levels of uh, white blood cells oh. and neutrophils oh, and or something like that. Yeah, look in his ear. Okay. Yeah, and if you as you go and do the um, chiropractics or something, give us a call. Let us know what happened and what the okay. results were. Do yeah. you guys have a good chiropractor or kitty chiropractor? Uh, where where are you? You're in Santa Barbara? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I do. I'll, e- um, I'll email you. Okay. If you want okay. to hold on, I'll get your information. Okay. Do you yeah, know I have other? her on the Facebook page, too. Oh, so okay, great. Okay, okay, great. Yeah, I'll email you after the show. Okay. okay. Thanks, Lisa. Great. Thanks. Bye. 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 Aw, sweet mojo. Hope he gets better soon. We got our guest, Whitney Walters. Whitney, are you there? Yes, hi. How are you? Hi, Whitney. Thanks for coming on. Oh, thank you. It's a little bit later out here. (laughs) Yeah. So, Whitney, tell us about your organization. It's BARC, right? Bandits Adoption and Rescue of Canines? Yeah, that's right. It's um, it's a nice organization. Um, a man and his wife started. They bought a piece of property out, what was in the country, but it's you know becoming quickly developed out there. And he converted one of the horse barns into a large kennel area, which of course isn't perfect. We'd love to have all the dogs in foster homes, but sometimes it's uh, just not possible. So there's a safe yeah, place it's nice they're out of the kill kill shelters. Exactly, and he's got a lot of amazing volunteers that go clean and feed and walk the dogs along the hiking trails every day. So, And what is their website for everyone? It is uh, www.barkvavirginia.org. Okay, and so tell me, um, so 
so tell me about you have a, a dog, right? So what exactly do you do for Bark? Well, I, I actually work for a lot of the local rescue organizations here. I've found that most of these shelters um, are either understaffed or have staff that don't care that the dogs get out. So I go to these shelters in rural Virginia and take photographs of the dogs and do my best to figure out their temperaments. Um, and then I put them on Pet Finder and adopt a pet and beg oh, rescue wow. to take them. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. And so you go to kill shelter, their kill shelters, right, that you're going into? Yeah, it's it's a hard job. I don't get all of them out, and, um, you know, it's painful when you don't. But I get I get a lot out, and I've, you know, lowered a lot of the euthanasia rates. I know it's a hard yeah. thing to do. It's amazing that you do that. And I noticed that you were also saying that that's something that people could do, too, even if they don't pull them out, right? Weren't you saying that you could go into these shelters and take pictures of them and post them on Pet Finder so just so people know that they're there? Yeah, I think I would encourage anybody to go to their shelter and, and pick, you know, something manageable, two or three dogs that they think are wonderful, and just get them out there to the public, network them, ask neighbors or friends or coworkers if they could foster them, and then hook them up with a rescue group that would help sponsor the dogs and get them adopted. Right. And then what is the difference between, you were mentioning something about West Coast shelters or and East Coast or or rural, and what were you, you were thinking about talking about something about um, about East Coast and West Coast animal rescues, the difference between the two? Well, I've just noticed, you know, I did rescue when I lived out in Los Angeles, um, and I did it, you know, of course I'm doing it out here now, and visiting just the different shelters and, and the different um problems each of them has. I think there's a lot of cultural differences in California on how animals should be treated, which is a challenge um, for for people on the on the West Coast. But out here on the East Coast, you've got a lot of people that are very resistant to change. They're very conservative. They believe in hunting and that they have packs of hunting dogs. And they don't want to be told how to treat their animals. And they discard of them um, and, and it's just been difficult placing hounds out here. Mm, right. Right. There's a, a lot of beagles and hounds that, um, it's kind of like pit bulls out there. We we have our fair share out here of those too, but um, it's just very difficult to find. They, there's just a perception about hounds that they're not good family dogs, which is not true. They're actually amazing, wonderful dogs out here. Yeah, so let's talk about Gibbs. And now, Gibbs is like a collie mix. He doesn't have any hound in him, though, does he? I don't think so, although he came from one of the shelters that the majority of their animals are hounds. He looks a little bit like Lassie. (laughs) Yeah, he's beautiful. He's absolutely beautiful. Um, And I'm going to put a picture. There's a picture of him up on my website, which is thepetpsychic.com. And so tell us a little bit about Gibbs and what you want to ask him today. Well, um, I picked Gibbs out um, as one that I had a spot at my house to foster, and um, I went down there, and the shelter thought he wasn't adoptable. Um, He was running around as a stray on some woman's property, or so she claimed. Um, He came in with a female we think was either his sister or his girlfriend, and I went down there to take a carload of dogs to different rescue groups that day, and I left him behind, and I told them as long as he um, wasn't biting that I would take him in a week. 
because every time you get near him, he would urinate and defecate any time anybody got close to him. So I'm just kind of wondering what potentially happened to him. He said that he he was in the car with a bunch of teenagers and they pushed him out of the car and dropped him off. Hmm. That that actually makes sense. Some of his back right teeth were knocked out and he seemed terrified of cars. Yeah, it was really scary. I hit a pole. And I hit my head. And my toes got bloody. I'm going to tell him that that happened to my cat, too. That that's... it's. He says, I think it happens to a lot of animals. I met another dog it happened to. Why are people so mean? I know people who feed me out of my hand now. Did you feed him out of your hand? Um, Yeah, because he drops his food all over the floor. (laughs) Oh, so now he's saying he's loved and that you feed him out of your your hand. Okay, so I'm going to, you you wanted to ask him, do you understand that this is your temporary home and we're trying to help you find you a new permanent family? Let me, he says, yeah, I know that. I want a woman mom. I want females because they're gentler voices and they don't kick. It's kind of like kick him out of the car, like he keeps giving me this image of a foot hitting him in the ribs and kicking him out of the car. I like some men, but not like women. I want a woman that likes me on the couch. (laughs) And I want somebody to play with me. Very playful. I like to play. Can you tell this woman thank you? I know the difference between her and people who don't care. I want to tell everyone to care because it makes animals feel better. That's so sweet. That's so sweet. So... Um, can you tell us again um, if people are interested in Gibbs, how to find him? Yeah, all of the bark dogs are listed at barkva.org, and they're all listed alphabetically. Mm-hmm. And, Great. Um, Great. Yeah. So thank you, thank you so much for coming on the on the show today and doing all that you do for animals. I know how hard it is to go into kill shelters. I used to work at one of them, and. I, I know that it can be a really stressful place to be, and you see a lot of suffering, and and, uh, I really commend you for going in there and doing that. Thank Thank you. you. Yeah, really, thank you for all your work. Thank you. Thank you so much. I hope other people get involved. Yeah, it's it's a very rewarding um, field to be in, even if it's just being a volunteer. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Whitney. Thank you. Yeah, Whitney, thanks. Okay, you be well. That was Whitney Walters from Bark Bandits Adoptions and Rescue of Canines, and their website is www.barkvarkva.org. And you can find all the information about Gibbs and other pets that are adoptable at Whitney's.
rescue. That's so great. You know, that's such a art to be able to go into a shelter like that and to be able yeah. to pick out adoptable dogs, you know, yeah. because everyone is so stressed and they have different personalities than they normally would outside of those shelters. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's an art. It's really... Yeah. I mean, it, not everyone can do it. It definitely takes a certain person to be able to do that kind of work. Yeah. Yes, yes. I used to volunteer at one like every day and I would come home like crying because these like unbelievably adoptable animals would get euthanized. And, oh God, I can't even handle it. Yeah, and I would hold them sometimes, but it's like yeah. I don't think it even helped. It didn't even help. It's like you're taking a life of these totally yeah. adoptable pets. So it's you know what? On Sunday, the Sunday in L.A., or actually in Sherman Oaks, um, California, there's an anti-puppy mill peaceful protest. Um, Also, it's a pro-adoption protest on Sunday, July 31st, and they're going to have a vegan potluck, too, and uh, you can get all the info at veganevents.org. Oh, great. So, yeah, that's going to be really cool. I'm hoping I can get down there for that. Oh, yeah, you should, and then tell us all about it. Yeah, I hope I can go. It'll be, you know, it sounds like a great, they have veganevents.org has all these great event information for, you know, pro-animals and, um, you know, pro-adoption and all that stuff. So, Right. Okay, we're almost out of time. Let's ask Stormy what's going on. Stormy's sure. words of wisdom. Stormy, honey, do you have any words of wisdom today for the show? My word of wisdom today is when your cat is sick, you better act fast. <laughs> but, That's what true. Else? That's true, Stormy. What else? You'd be surprised about how the older animals in the house take care of the younger ones. And that's true because what happened was I, like, you know, freaked out and I took Makia out and I had to run out really fast and um, Stormy was in the room with us when Makia had that all happened and when I got home later on and everything was settled Stormy said to me mom I handled it I talked to every single animal and told them what had happened so he had like taken care of it and so that's something for everyone to know that your pets are doing that without you even realizing it so sometimes when you're thinking like oh my god they don't know why i left in such a hurry and you know like (laughs) stormy had it covered he was my little helper oh that's awesome oh storm king he also says everyone should be a vegan which (laughs) which is interesting because he's not a vegan (laughs) I know, he's not vegan. I, I'm the only vegan around here. <laughs> I know, I'm not a vegan either, but I've been trying. I've been trying. <laughs> I've been a, a vegan uh, wannabe for like three days. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Well, thanks, Stormy. Well, um, maybe Storm King would like to go to the vegan event. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be good. Oh, one of these days. Home with, one of yeah. these days we got to do it. <laughs> yeah, we will. We will, for sure. Yeah. Oh Well, thank you, everyone, for listening, and uh hope uh, all the callers that we didn't get to can call in next week. Uh, we're on every Thursday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time.
And we'll see you next time. Join us at thepetpsychic.com. That's thepetpsychic.com. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.